episode 16 we're here talking seaweed podcast we got a special guest this week we got bobby nugs what up what up what up um yeah give us a little bit of intro about yourself you know what do you do what you know where do people find you in case somebody doesn't know who you are um tell them who you are so i hail from new england area originally from rhode island it's where i was born and raised um i got involved in the cannabis movement back in like 2008 2009 i saw a vital need for cannabis activists and the New England area mm-hmm. wasn't really uh, a thing yet for people to dedicate their entire lives to the cannabis industry. You right. know, um, I'm an activist. Really, I got my start with journalism. I started writing for a magazine from Southern California called Cannabis Times back in 2010. Um, they published my first piece ever. Since then, I've been I've gone on to be published in uh, eight publications across the United States, almost oh, 200 you, times. Man. Thank oh, you. That's that's impressive. That Thank really you. is impressive. I didn't. That's know, how uh, I knew. Who well, see, were. I didn't know. I'm I'm not playing stupid. I really don't know these things, so it's gonna come off natural, which is yeah. good. But I, uh, yeah, I mean, I had heard. He said, "Check out this dude's page." I've known him. I knew his mom, or I knew him, or something. I had heard of him, or <laughs> you whatever. You want to tell that story? And, and, uh, <laughs> we'll tell that funny, story. Like, that uh, he was like, oh, yeah, he's, he's got a decent following on Instagram, and he's clearly he's around here, and I think, you know, we should link up with this dude. And that's when I started checking your shit out, and then I saw you at the Sensi party, and uh, we met there. But um, since then, I did a little bit of research, and I was talking to my buddy uh, Judge, and he said that he had worked with you at the Institute of uh, Northeastern Institute of Cannabis, yeah. right? And you had, you had worked on That's one of the people that published me. I actually w- contributed when they were active to school. I contributed and uh, wrote a portion of their advanced course curriculum for their students. That was a huge opportunity. Oh, dope, dope, dope. So how did you first get published? Who, how did that t- uh, magazine in Southern California find your work? Or what were you putting out that made them recognize that you were even qualified? Or did you submit a piece? That yeah, they, yeah, I ended up uh, <clears throat> just wanting to figure out what I wanted to do in cannabis. Um, I had no identity yet. I was going by my real name. Um, and this Your real name's not Bobby Nugs. No, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, um, Jedi Kush was here last week. I yeah, thought, we, we, I thought yeah, we had somebody named Jedi Kush here awesome. last week. So Bobby Nugs is like super believable. There was yeah. this, there was, they had this editor. <laughs> Cannabis Times had this editor. His name was Andrew Wonka. Wonka's reviews he would do for the magazine. I was fascinated by this dude. He's like strain kinda, reviews type. Yeah, of thing, exactly. Yeah. Product reviews, edible reviews, everything like that. Um, Andrew's family had, I guess, had some family issues. He went back home to help his family. Mm-hmm. So he. Uh, contacted me he's like hey you want to fill my position at the mag yeah i was like all right cool bro that sounds interesting i've never really tackled that before um i tried doing one piece for them yeah got denied they said i was being too poetic because that was that's where i originally stemmed from writing was poetry okay do you have a writing background like no it's like a natural, I have no is it just like a natural thing i have no schooling it's Were all you naturally co- good all at it like heart. in school yeah english you know, teachers like you're a good writer I, I, yeah exactly yeah. i got I feel to like do that's, reports i feel like that's where a lot of good writing comes from i feel like you I don't really necessarily passion. need to be an english major which some people that we know that are amazing at writing are i'm always learning i'm a student of life in general that's what you have to be especially right. with journalism i'm always learning always trying to push myself i've worked really hard uh to become established with that. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in our field, because, like, to tell people, I'm a cannabis reporter, I'm a cannabis journalist. Like, I review weed. Nine <laughs> years ago, people just laughed at me. <laughs> well, yeah, right, because you know? people didn't even like, see it, man. You're crazy, bro. Jelly, you know? And it's funny because a lot of people still don't see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I keep trying to explain to like you know Bobby the, doesn't the smoke whole like. Blunt, so I'm giving that to Bobby. I don't smoke blunts. No. I give that to this Bobby. Bobby smokes blunts. I'm I'm a joint smoker. No, that's fine. I just did. I wanted to justify why I was skipping over you. It's funny you called me Bobby number two because I actually am Bobby the second. Number two. I'm the second. Remember when I I thought you were the third? I think I'm. I think I'm a a second. You insulted my son. (laughs) (laughs) I I thought he was the third, and I insulted his son by accident. It was something along the lines of like "fuck you, Bobby the third. and I was like, "Don't talk to my son like that." I was like, "Oh, I thought that was you." <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, no, it's, son. it's real son. My, my actual human third. son. I was under the impression he was son. the third and the son was the fourth. You know what I'm saying? I got no kids right now. Me neither. Nothing holding me down in life. Yeah, I have enough for all three of us. Cannabis, yeah, cannabis is my entire life. This is what. I have kids for all three of us. How many kids you got, Bob? I got three, but we don't talk uh, about them here. Yeah. Mm. Congratulations for being a good dad and still uh, being a successful stoner parent. You know, I like seeing that. You know what, dude? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. that yeah. Because a lot of people don't realize, like, the fear that some parents really real, dude. Like, that's that's so fucked up, man, that a parent would be, like, they're okay to get wasted because yeah. nothing's ever happened when somebody's gotten wasted. Right. Not, every child's been so safe around drunk adults the entire time. 
But I mean, it's funny how natural that is, though. Like kids just at you know your Fourth of July people, party. Yeah, yeah. I had my first sip of beer kids. when I was three years old. The same. I got. I was my parents. I was had very a party exposed was, to everything you know, when I was incredibly young. I was I one of those was teens wine, that I was not jaded. Yeah. I had a cool family. Yeah. You know what I mean? I never got to know my dad, but a few times I did meet him. It was like that. Yeah. Here, have a sip of this. Try that. Right. Like three, four. I years mean, old. mine was accidentally. I was just drinking stuff yeah. around the house. He gave I was it to me. Kid, handed it to me. Yeah, that's wild. Three years old, man. That's something else. Yeah. But I remember like uh, not. I remember waking up with like the spins and my mom be like, "Oh, I know what happened." You know what I mean? I actually haven't drank since like 2009. Good for you. That's awesome. Good for you. I had I had an epiphany trip on weekend, LSD and it changed my life. I don't know. You what'd you say about I had you? an epiphany trip on LSD. Oh, dude, that happens. Right after I took that LSD is when I got published in Cannabis Times. And, and you I stopped drinking. Stopped drinking. I stopped all hard drug use. Was the was it something specific or was it um just like a realization in general? Was um, it vague or was it like I need to stop drinking? I need to get my act together. It was, it I was need to everything. Like, everything because i've tripped life. pretty hard on lsd and like i've was, had some it was moments my first where real trip that i don't think, think i have I, the mind where i it. where i think i've figured it out but like when i come to i don't have that like like you seem to have came back and been like all right i remember what i need to do the when whole I time back, i was like, kind of like, it but what what was exactly. that what was that key that i had you that know? was me before that before the lsd that i took I, I was i did karate i had skateboarded i wanted to break dance there are all these things that fascinated me but i'd start and stop yeah. No, was was when I would trip, I would feel no, that way. That never I, while I was on LSD. Before, I, before I, I took I LSD, he was like, oh, I, I was never able to follow times. through and execute Skating things in my life. I could never follow through and execute things. There was always something that I lacked on. I had mad potential, but that and LSD found trip. Out it was yourself holding yeah, yourself man, back, right? It really did. Ah, oh, dude, that's no, such a great realization. It unlocked the trip on acid. Like how that tenfold. The journalist inside me. It really did. It brought out. So much creativity oh, within me. me. See, you know I've never, I've heard of all of, like the amazing things that people say about it, but I feel like my brain is just like. It's something that I always mention when me. people ask me, what do you do? Where are you from? How did you start this? Yeah. <laughs> LSD. Credit psychedelics. Brought yeah. me back to life and yeah. hallucinogens. So LSD over, over mushrooms? Yeah, yeah LSD yeah. for me over mushrooms, but I I, I'm a Same huge, way. just personally with my experiences. Yeah. I've, you know, obviously LSD was made in the laboratory. Fungus, fungus comes from the earth, you know what I mean? So, so we, that way, mushroom weighs over over LSD in that aspect. But. I actually, uh, this is kind of crazy. I have some some acid sitting over there. <laughs> Love it. That, um, that I haven't done acid in years, but mm -hmm. this homeless man outside the Boston Garden asked me for a lighter. <laughs> I had 10 minutes to kill. I knew what a lighter entailed. He didn't just want a lighter. He wanted to talk. He wanted to, you know. So I was like, oh, whatever. Here's a lighter. You know, I didn't, you know, I'll give you a couple minutes of my time. I shoot the shit with him. He just got out of jail. He's in his 70s. You know, he's rough, you know. Blah, like, he's like, I applied at 50 jobs or 40-something some jobs and no one called me back, this and that. And then I just, I just shot the shit with him for a few minutes. And I was like, man, I don't have any money on me, but, like, take care, you know, keep the lighter, whatever. And he's like, hold on. And he goes into his bag, into pants in his bag, pulls out a bunch what was a napkin folded up you know a bunch of times like this and pulls out like a fucking book of acid and you know it's got strips and strips and goes yeah take this it's good blah blah make sure you don't have anything to do for a couple of days <laughs> and uh he wanted me to like i told him i was going for a birthday with 15 of us in a suite and he was give it to the guys i was like i don't think they're gonna they're gonna look at me crazy if i go in there and tell them you just gave me this and <laughs> I still have it because I'm scared to take it, but I know one of my crazy ass friends is gonna be you never, one day. You never know with people and and you know the sources, but like absolutely. And I can tell where you I, where I come from, random ass occurrences like that, yeah. dude. Sometimes it's like, oh shit, I can't believe that just happened. And maybe what he gave you, dude, you have that golden ticket. Like the LSD that I took was world famous. They're called <laughs> US, U.S. Blues, <laughs> man. I love the way you never know, dude. Like I love the way LSD is not something you just you just give people in it and, and if you had something poison you just you don't consciously like give that yeah man it, most people don't you know no, what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree he sounds you. like an old deadhead that got caught up in the scene yeah man. you don't you know you don't know so yeah well, you know be there if you if you do try it be there with your homie and, and both of you guys try a little a little this little entry I level say, tiny but yeah and then that way you know don't end up a glass of orange juice i took a tab I was probably 19. I took a tab and then nothing happened. 40 minutes, you know, I took another one. Nothing happened. A couple minutes later, I took a third one. And then, like, all of a sudden, they all at we once. We call that too way, much, too fast. Oh, That's way too much. Yeah, but I was, I didn't know. You know what I mean? I yeah. didn't know then. And I found out the hard way, but. Well, all, the, all these years till I was t 21, I was like, I'm never going to take LSD. This shit's scary. I'm never going to do that. But I had done all these stupid poisonous drugs. And I'm glad I did it because it, it really became a catalyst to the greatest days of my life.
I turned 30 in 60 days, man. The last nine and a half, ten years have been awesome. That's fucking dope. Good for you. Thank you. Good for you. Getting published, getting all this stuff. Look what acid does great things. Remember, the, you know Bill Hicks? Yeah, of So, you course. know the Bill Hicks, like the, the acid. Why don't yeah. we tell good acids, tr- good drug stories, you know? I, I also followed Terrence McKenna, a lot of the psychedelic theorists. Yeah, know. well, Bill Hicks is, psych- like, he had a bit about, you know, how come always these these stories in the news about drugs are always negative? How come, if they were true, there would be a young man trips on LSD and discovers that, you know, blah, 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 and just goes on this tangent, like, and like, goes, you know, just crazy, like, <laughs> tangent, and it's just, you know, Bill Hicks-esque, and he was like, he's just right. He's you know actually I mean? Alex he's, Jones now. Yeah, that's the conspiracy. I do look at myself as my own success story, too, as well as with cannabis, it, it created a, a career for me. Right. That's always going to be doing. grateful for yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, is that what you're doing full-time is writing for or playing yeah, different roles, you know, consulting, I also, or do you um, that? What else do you do? I public speak. I do public speaking and educating. Um, I also manage events. That's something that I'm really well-known for. Um, which you have something coming up this summer. I've yeah. seen you post online yep. a little bit about, which I have questions about because I like – it's an overnight thing, right? Yeah, three I, days. Three days. See, I'm a fan of that but type since of Since, like, I guess 2013 – we, I had a really good friend of mine and many passed away, the King of Pot from Boston. We did uh, two yeah, fundraisers for him. Friends as well. And we, we raised 15 grand and got a bench put in the Boston Common for him. That was my entry to like managing events, was doing that. Mm-hmm. After that, I got to host the Secret Cup Beast Coast, and we had like 1,500 people show up. It was way ahead of its, it's time. Good turnout. Yeah. It was awesome. Especially back um, then. But since then, I've probably done like 60 or 70 events. I've managed most of the cannabis cups that have been brought to this region. Um, and that is how I ended up getting the opportunity with the Kind Mind Camp out, which has happened August 3rd to 5th this summer in Maine. And I, to me and anyone else who doesn't really know, what is that? What's to be expected there? What do you so have going on? It's like, a 21-plus cannabis-themed music and arts festival, um, three days of camping. Again, you have to be 21 to enter, so we're going to have a lot of um, adult-themed games, prizes. Uh, the music lineup is going to be incredible. Um, we're about to drop the final lineup now. But we have Yodo on there, Alex Gray and Allison Gray. Um, selected Nick T coming out from Colorado from Essential Extracts. AJ from the creator of Sour Diesel mm-hmm. is actually going to be flown out. We're going to be talking about some genetic history. Um, we're going to be doing panels each day. Educational aspects are going to be highlighted. Workshops for people to learn. Yoga workshops. Um, and then Kind Mind Camp Out. Yeah. I don't do yoga, but is I think this, I'm going to try to learn. Is this all an outdoor thing? Or? Yeah, it's all an outdoor thing. Um, and you camp. We're, uh, the Kind Mind Camp Out, aside from the music festival, we're doing the Camp Out Cup. It's the Kind of Mind Camp Out, the Camp Out Cup. Cool. The Camp Out Cup, we're going to have uh, entries from across the region um, and 121-plus judges that are going to be from all over that have industry experience, knowledge. Are the judges are already filled out? Um, we have we're we're close to half full. I'd say about at this we're, point. We're extremely judgmental. That's all. That, you know that's <laughs> that's what we that's what we want. We have we're gonna have a flower category, um, yeah, we're a solvent and a solventless category, and then an edible. Um, just we'll, keeping. Where is this? We'll do the blunt category. Maine. Maine. What's the Maine's blunt category now? How far from best blunt oh, rolled? Oh, what what um. How far is it? Like, well, I'm sorry, where in Maine is it? So it's in, in Norwich, Maine at Last Breath Farm. How far farm. is that from Boston? Um, I'd say it's probably three hours from here and four Not hours bad. from Rhode Island. Not bad. It's uh, and five hours It's, it's from worth it. The venue's gorgeous. You know what I mean? Middle of the woods. Six 70-acre farm. What are you doing for press? Do you have press coming? Um, we, we do also, have, we we also, do have Not only are we judgmental, but we also do press. I know I you, you're familiar with... I think that would be great to, uh, to do a podcast up there. Podcast. You know I, mean? I can do some photos. Maybe you guys can cover the award ceremony or something like that. What else we're trying to do is is do more of a kind of coverage of events in more of a journalistic fashion with mm-hmm. an on-camera personality running around for three days awesome. at your event, you know, kind of saying, we're going to go check this out. People doing We're going to go this. We're going to go do that. Exactly. And we don't have to necessarily do it live, but we edit something together after and we put together a nice, not so much a recap, but more of a... That would be a, a opportunity uh, before the Boston Freedom Rally to do that, I think. Yeah, I think we could I work something out like that. I think we're going to end up like having t- two or 3,000 people show up easily. That would be really cool. Underestimate, maybe an underestimate for the first one. This is our first year. Um, I'm really proud and honored to work with such a professional team, Proper Productions. They're a real production company. So everybody be prepared for next level experience at the Kaimai Camp Out. If you're interested in tickets, just follow my social media, Facebook, Bobby Nugs, N-U-G-G-Z. You grab your tickets up. 
or if you want to become a judge, message me directly, and I'll send you the vetting application process, and we can see if you're qualified. You have to fight me and John, and if and if we win, you lose. You Rock 'em, sock 'em, yeah. poppers. You guys remember those things? I do. Yep. Those are awesome. <laughs> I was thinking about that. The I other was day. thinking about getting them for my barbecue this year. I do you an should. annual barbecue. Uh, if you guys you want to come. That sounds well, fun. You're yeah, um, the big ones. That sounds like a good time. Uh, we should make that happen, and we should definitely bring the cameras, and we 100%. should bring some people. Let's yeah, talk. Let's we're going to definitely go up there. I'll bring um, a tent. I have a tent. What do we have for camping. segments this week, Bobby? For what are we talking about? Um, we have a bunch of segments this week. Um, it's <coughs> time for our favorite segment. Um, so what did you bring us? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good segment. <laughs> This is a good segment. We'll so, follow this one up with uh, eight second dab question mark. I just I brought you guys some star dog shatter. That's what I'm dabbing on for my personal head stash. Oh man. And this would bring we us to the eight second dab. I've been doing this new technique called reverse dabs. Some people call it cold starts. For the last eight years of dabbing. This guy's answering two questions at once. Exactly. For the last eight years of dabbing, I think that we have been doing this the wrong way, kind of now. You know what I'm saying? But let's pass this star dog around so you guys can get a little bit of Yeah, you were just telling us a little bit about this process. Just Elaborate some, while I look at this. This is just some shatter. You know what I mean? I like shatter. Everybody's no, all about the diamond sauce. This, yeah, yeah, 100%. So usually I'll take like a nice shatter because it's a uh, good consistency to just throw in the nail. I'll put it in cold, put the cap on, and heat it up for like seven seconds. Mm-hmm. We used to heat the nail for like 15 seconds, wait 50 seconds, and then put the dab in and cap right. it. Right. So we just simplify the process like, whoa. Yeah, you save time. Yeah, you save so you time. Get- you save on the quality and the preservation of the nail. Even on your meds in general, um, when you Q-tip it, you're not Q-tipping as much meds away like as you normally right, would. Right, right, right. Interesting. I think that uh, so both who, you guys who should try So who came this. up with this process? Honestly, like, there's, I don't think there's anybody that officially like. I did it. Where did you find it? I got, I got the, number two. the technique. Me. Yeah. Where did you find the technique? <clears throat> I got a new nail from my boy Larry OG. Shout out the Honey Hole uh, Halen Banger from Joel Halen. Okay. Um, with this bubble cap. And when I got this, I had I was doing it the way I'd originally dabbed. I was heating it up for about 15, 20 seconds and waiting 50 to 60 seconds to dab. And I was getting annoyed with it. Right. And uh, someone had told me that, um, or I think I've seen it on Instagram rather, someone put in uh, an insert. And they heat the in- they put the dab in the insert and then they heat it up and put their cap on. So I was like, fuck it, why I'm gonna try that without mm-hmm. the insert. So I put the dab in, I heat it up, put the cap on. I was like, dude, what have I been doing with my life for the past eight years? <laughs> I seriously have probably another epiphany. A full three months of my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. And it's I like, we're, fuck we're waiting on something at a red light. A lot of people are gonna be like, What the fuck is he talking about? Right, right, yeah, right. No, I'm kinda like knows. I'm kinda like what the fuck are you talking about to be I, honest. I'd with say you. it's a one percenter thing right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? One percent in it well one percent of the dabbing community is like if I do dabs, dabs, I only do it. People like, that. like to take things from us. So after we post this, I'm sure a lot of people will be doing it. Let's make it a trend, bro. Well funny story, that's actually what we do. Yeah, we make tastes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that. Tastemakers? Is that what it's called? It is yeah. East Coast Tastemakers. Taste and I think we're already making taste because people are already uh, trying to steal our players and bite what we do. Yeah, hey, some people like to steal people. You know so how beware. It's a very no, stealable... When you really have things to bring to the table, it's hard to find people to eat with, man. That's just one of those things. People are biters, dude. It's yeah, true. they saw our biscuits and were like, mm, I think I'll, I like biscuits. <laughs> so I'm putting the, nail, the dab in the nail cold. Is that a big dab or a little dab? That's a medium dab. You can just take as much as you want. All right, you know fair enough. Mean? Cap is on. Bubble cap. Torch. Price. It's pretty full. Six seconds. Seven seconds. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. I'm just ready to go. Perfect. Is it? Dab than I thought, but <laughs> you know, you guys get the picture you want with too. No, thank All you. Right, Bob. I appreciate <laughs> later it. Later on, though, maybe right, maybe later. We'll later see. Later on, 
It's going down. We'll see. So Did yeah. you lose me at the torch? What? Okay, so I, I'm a child of the '80s. Yeah. <coughs> you lose me at the torch. At the torch. The minute the torch it, comes out, the methodology behind this is still like so young. Coughing and quiet. So you there's know, gonna be like I've going. seen the new. Um, I've seen the, the people are just taking the little pens and just. Well, I think that like someone's that. gonna that gonna come up with a torch that's like so powerful that you'll be able to heat your nail in like two seconds flat, and the t- flame will be invisible or some shit. You know what I mean? Okay, so there's why is it something. called a nail if it is? Um, a piece of like glass bowl. Well, it's a glass bowl. Originally, our, our nail was titanium, and it looked like a like a screw, man, like a screw from from a wall, a wall screw. Okay, so the, probably like the that name thing has Davin just stuck. <coughs> nail, it's your dab nail. The name's just stuck, and this is still the carb cap to me. <coughs> oh man, you know, I'm sweating. That's the bubble cap. This this design too is relatively new. The bubble cap. The first time that I really seen it was from Puke and Beagle. Okay. Um, and it's a directional flow cap. See how see how <coughs> it's chasing the oil in, the, in that nail. <coughs> You're chasing the vapor around in there. So before you couldn't really catch do our that. vapors, you bitches. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, we just revolutionized the game with that one. Oh man. So, so that's so we that just happened <coughs> live at Cocking Seaweed. Reverse the dabs. game was just revolutionized. We're popping cherries. seaweed and Bobby Nugs are revolutionizing the game. We out here. Get your ready. taste buds ready. We're gonna shove. Shit Kind mind camp face. out. We're gonna pop mad reverse dab cherries. I Maybe got the, I got the golf cart. Maybe we'll do it like Get a we'll do like we'll lead up to it and make it so I'm really nervous about it. Right. <laughs> You've never dabbed ever. <clears throat> okay, so this is what it is. Dude, I've I had like one of those little pens. You know, just like running in. Man. But I feel like that's not. <laughs> That's not taking like a I'll give real you the dab. tiniest little speck of oil just so you can taste it later. Okay. And experience what we just did. You know what I mean? All right. We'll see. We'll get yeah. you a taster. Well, yeah. We'll get it in. Entry level. A lot of see, people, I feel too. Like everybody keeps saying to me, oh, it's like smoking a joint all at once. And well, I'm like, well, we I, used mean, to go, I don't know if I want to smoke a joint all at once. The way we Sometimes used to dab, like man, to it was all about getting high. I, I, I've been dabbing since we called this shit earwax. Like, we used to take hot, hot, hot dabs and then they was red. With the nastiest <coughs> oil, dude. You know what I mean? And the sciences are really coming back. So now it's all about flavor, low temperature dabs, timing your dabs. What we just did is low temperature as possible. And him and I just got blasted each of us <coughs> off of one Pete one hit. Hey, you're saying that the, the terps really come through more. Oh, man, 100%. This stuff's pretty tasty. But if you had, like, some even some sugar wax is my favorite. If I had some sugar wax, drool-worthy. Drool Makes me drool. But... Oh, it's all about the terpenes now. That's mainly why even dab is for flavor. It's Obviously, for the, flavor, the stone yeah. is all there. With anything that has flavor, more than likely sometimes it will be a whole package. It's not like a, a one out of ten thing anymore. Nowadays, like if it tastes good, it's probably going to get you really high too. That's there good. aren't many strains. I've tried a couple that like taste amazing. Don't get me don't get me high. You know what I mean? And <laughs> we, I was talking the other day too about how the gene pool is just getting kind of like watered down and is really I have you don't really find like a pure indica anymore like a pure rather than pure sativas we just flowered out a 20 19 week haze yeah some Washington some Washington Heights <laughs> but they and now and that's that's what you're seeing though is you're seeing a yeah. lot of people are breeding out like those longer flowering sativas because but I'm also noticing now more than ever there's this give kind it to of me now give it to me now you know what I mean you guys it's are not, my age so I'm sure you've seen some real good haze oh yeah man I remember Especially I remember when I was like, like Late nineties, early that two thousands, in like New York City, you could always get yeah. that like good haze. That pude, strawberry haze, that pussy haze. Yeah, that's what they call it, the pude. The pussy haze is super. I used famous. to go. I used to go buy uh, fake bags and haze simultaneously. <laughs> around around Rhode Island, like some of the more prominent ones would be the cat piss. Yeah, the cat piss haze is like legendary in Rhode Island. I, you couldn't smoke the cat piss without your whole block being stunk up. You couldn't smoke it near your house. That's the definition of loud. Yeah. You that's how I remember it. I feel like it's getting... I, I feel like everything's getting very watered down. It is. What are well, your thoughts on, like, the way people are breeding now? And they're, they're not even... Everybody wants, to, even everybody really like wants to be a breeder. Breeding. They're not even fully breeding. Everybody, everybody wants to be a breeder. crossing two plants, calling it something, and saying, yeah. I made this up. A long time ago, I interviewed some breeders who I, I take very seriously, DNA genetics, and just for their selection processes for they, some um, of their strains, 
they take five years before they even release. The um, yeah, that's... they were they made the first strain that Judge reviewed on our blog. They um or they grew that then you know the, what was it was the first one he did Miss USA. Yeah. Um, they're the him and them <clears throat> and Crockett. Well, that yeah, they both did that. Yeah, them and Crockett are are they coincide? Um, I don't think that they're sister companies at all, but I know that they they worked closely together for a long time. Crockett also was, I think the Tangy was a re-release. I, f- I forget my factual information, yeah. but I believe Tangy is a renamed Tangerine Dream. Uh-huh. Um, they released that like back in 2012, and it took <laughs> the whole country by storm. The, t- the Tangy terms, you yeah. know what I mean? And now they also got the banana unlock. These guys are changing the whole entire. So that was the first. Genesis. That was the that was the first That's one he the banana reviewed. Kush? And that, no, that was the Miss US. The the ones he reviewed was the Miss USA, whatever that was. But it was from the same people he's talking about. DNA. Because there's a oh DNA. DNA yeah, no, no. They have a uh, cheese too, right? Um, actually, yeah. I'm not sure if they have a cheese, but I, I wouldn't doubt do. it. Cheese I think they do because I'm pretty sure super, it's <laughs> Well, they're also like Amsterdam, Netherlands. Yeah. Tough, even Spain, I believe. So I, I wouldn't doubt if they had some cheese crosses because cheese is definitely like a. Netherlands. Yeah, Holland. I'm pretty sure that's where it came from. You know, Big Buddha. I love cheese. Big Buddha I can't remember off the top has released some amazing cheeses. That's personally who I've tried most of the cheeses from. But the blue cheese, too, I thought that was Blue incredible. cheese is really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Well, the DJ Shorts blueberry, you don't really see like a good blueberry representation anymore either. Everything's watered down and crossed and crossed and crossed. You don't really see like a pure blueberry anymore. Yeah. Right. I had a super pineapple haze. It's a. Uh, like, at least 12 weeks flower and it was fucking like yeah that's you could like 12 weeks is it, doable and but it, and it absolutely i give props like to pineapples. my friends who grow and can grow like 19 8, 17 18 week phenos 20 week fucking like, maniacs dude well they it's all for the love that's they're smoking all that shit you well know, yeah like, no i get it and then like <laughs> no, i get it I you just, want you want to offer a pound right now. you want to offer <laughs> a pound of something like that to the community they want to pay what they would pay for something that you took down at week seven Right. When in reality, you, t- you grew that 10 weeks longer. So if you do the math on the electric bill and the nutrients on your time and effort and everything, it's like those peas of haze are still worth four grand all day long. Yeah. How do you feel about that, man? Have you noticed the way that I feel like, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the way that there has been like an abundance of it all of a sudden has intentionally driven the prices down to knock out the local, the local basically economy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of it coming to light now, it's being pushed out by people that can run it, operate at a loss and look at it as an investment. Yeah, we'll write this off until, you know. That's what my worry has always been with cannabis is, you know, too much cannabis, the quality and, and the top tier level going down, too much being out there. But it also makes small boutique mom and pop growers who are fucking great at what they do and that, that much more valuable ba- yeah absolutely on that absolutely. note we have judge reviewing different mm. local strains that Hell are, yeah. you know that are constantly coming you know that are small batch grows that are local the grows for the best most part. i've seen you know what i mean don't get so me wrong you can produce good stuff have, from large grows but we have here some plush berry which is the second strain he reviewed tga um, so we can smoke some of this if you guys want to roll a joint while we roll a blunt or something like that, we can smoke some of this, and the review is up. We if should you just want. have like a press here. If you want, an <laughs> like you guys review? just want to press yeah. some of this up real quick, take nice. a dab. <laughs> so if, um, <laughs> if you want to read the full review, it's up right now on talking. Yeah, I definitely want to keep so, that myself. Um, I'll be the judge of that. It's called yeah. It's called I'll be the judge of that with Judge of Disciple. Yep. So I don't know if you want to roll a joint or one of you guys or whatever. Uh, I'm gonna roll a little blunt over here, but I know we'll you guys do. Don't we'll do a do blunt that. taste that test. That dab got me really high. I'm really high too. I mean. But this I feel is just, good. Do you we got to promo the blog, so how am I going to, you know, how am I going to smoke, how am I going to promo the blog without smoking a blunt of it, you know? It's true. Let I me ask you true. guys a question. How did you come up with the Absolutely name Talking not. Seaweed? Don't ask us questions. Talking Seaweed. That, that, see, we've been asked that story. Asked how did that we question. come up with Talking I'm, Seaweed? I'm so high. I'm fumbling my words <laughs> now, too, yeah. Um, um, we actually uh, denied the first person who asked us that question because we said this is our show. We don't, we ask we don't the questions, questions around <laughs> here. I mean, I technically just said that again, but you just kept going. So. <laughs> no, but, no um, I, respe- I respect that, but um, I had to ask. No, of course. It's, it. We we were thinking we about really got we, wicked high. We, yeah, and, and we were then, thinking about like what are the best names we can think of <laughs> off the top of our head that people are gonna be like, you know what, that is something I relate to. And, you know, we had, you know, like 
the weed company and things of that nature. And, and then all of a sudden it was talking seaweed and we just knew. It was we just it was knew. a little bit different than that, but I mean, I think it was, it was like, I think it was pretty pretty obviously. I'm pretty it. sure that was 100 percent the truth. The you, truth you nailed so. it though with that. But we were thinking, you know, different ways. You know, what's important: design, logo, mascot, representation, all that sort of stuff first, and then, uh, you know, we we kind of actually just we. We picked an animal, I guess, that Steven's we thought was fucking, you, right you know, so fucking bad. Well, it, it brings me into something so, I also want to talk about. Pun, Cannabis basically. entrepreneurism right now in New England is at, like, an all-time high. So everybody wants to be involved in the movement, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they can't so, wait. We really are lucky, you know, but I've been getting anxiety. I won't yeah. lie. I've been questioning myself a little bit once in a while lately with all this stuff, you know? I be, I feel like it, that it's happened, man. I feel like a lot of people that have been here for a while are worried about what's coming next because now they know that the you know the, the whole de- decriminalization was amazing, and then that gray area that everybody was living in was probably yeah. the way they should actually operate it is the gray area where you can just be like, yep, yeah, this is the kind of business I am. Fucking, if you really need me to pay taxes on this, because I'm not big on taxes. <laughs> so if you really need me to pay these taxes, then what are the, the taxes are ridiculous too. I don't know exactly what oh, they are. Oh man, Vegas people tax are, people are twenty five percent. People are in for it. That's a little bonkers. lower, but eighteen or something. But still, Ugh. what is what is Massachusetts? I don't even know. Dude, this country was founded over like three percent on tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "What the fuck? Three percent?" I, I'm like that's why I've never well, I, I never moved to, I never moved crazy. to California <laughs> or Colorado or Oregon because I knew like New England and Mass and Rutherford were gonna be their own mecca. All right, we're gonna be our own mecca. We always have been our own mecca. That's why we're East Coast tastemakers. That's over why here, because that's we firmly respect, believe that everybody is 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 just like riding the West Coast's dick and being yeah. like, oh, that's what we and that's what they do. So we're what gonna we do culture that. Is. That's not what we, we don't act like. That's that, what man. lax stoner culture is like. Lax hippies do. You know what I mean? Like on the East Coast, we like get sh- we get shit done and we work hard and we. Smoke Our hippies a lot of weed. still like have jobs. Even, even in general, shit. some of the <laughs> truest pioneers, some of the best breeders, some of the best edible makers, some of the best growers, all came from the East Coast. Oh, absolutely. I have a, a running theory that the East Coast is going to blow a lot of people out of the water yeah. once we really get going and once our, our laws catch up and we're actually allowed to to really try to – I mean, because, again, there's a lot of money to be made. So people are going to be chasing that money, and I feel like that's going to drive people to make some real breakthroughs. And I think this area – I mean, dude, Harvard and MIT are both in Boston. Yeah. I mean, Tufts is around the corner. We're going to do some crazy shit with weed. Yeah, I've been, no, I've been noticing, too, shit. some of the college uh, students and college graduates are really creating a, a new niche for uh, activism. Oh, and, yeah. And, uh, you know, prohibi- prohibitionists and freedom fighters in general right now. It's, it's really been driving me a little bit and inspiring me and, and making me realize, like, don't question yourself. Other people are leading the way. <clears throat> Just do what you do best. Yep. Always. That's so in anything. Are you currently writing for anybody? Or Yeah. Yeah. Currently right now I'm writing for Relief Media. I've actually been uh, writing for them since 2011. They, pu- they published most of my works. Um, we were a print magazine for five years. I think we did 60 print hard copy issues. Yep. Um, and just this past year we decided to convert to an online media company. So, yep, I'm covering uh, all local events. That's what I've been focusing on. More reporting style writing on news, on events. And uh, focusing, challenging myself a little more because I, I got burnt out, man. Yeah, yeah right I did. On. Yeah, you, you do anything long enough, you will. I sure. try to stay well-rounded, too. You know what I mean? So well, I, I'm always dive, yeah, back and forth say. from different areas. So I'm never stagnant. I'm never not doing something. Mm-hmm. I'm always doing something. But when it comes to my writing, I'm really trying to bring it to a new level right now because that's something that I also notice between, you know, Sensi or, or Herb or now this weed, now this news, Viceland and... and Bong Appetit and, and Action Bronson taking dabs on national television and like there's this new pinnacle point where like High Times isn't isn't the major player anymore you know there are people with such an edge to their companies right now and their brands and, and marketing that they're taking the world by storm 
It's we appreciate so cool that, man. See. Thank you for talking about us like that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's really cool. <laughs> you know mention, what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's, that's, also, really that's cool why that I, I even asked you guys like about, you know, your brand is because it, it makes me inspired to sit here and be able to discuss and, and shoot the shit with you guys over this stuff because mm-hmm. we're all we're so blessed to yeah. be able to bring our ideas to fruition right now. Absolutely, man. And share them with whoever wants to listen. Hell yeah, yeah. man. That's another thing. Like, thank you for allowing me to have a platform tonight to just talk. Honestly, thank you for coming. Yeah, man. We yeah. we love the one thing that we love about the show is that we really don't have a setup for it, mm-hmm. and it's really not like you know because everybody's like, all right, well, just send me the questions, and they're always waiting for that. <laughs> like, well, but where's the getting? Where's this? the getting to you know, know somebody I mean? in that? Where is the getting yeah. to? I feel like we're becoming friends because we've been talking. If I came here with a list of questions he was prepared for, it would have been black and white the whole time. You and know that would have been that. And, and that's why we don't like doing that. That's the type of thing you want to do for, for a panel. Or, right. Yeah. Right, right, right. Or exactly. Something like that. This is like so informal, but like chill, man. Like, yeah, right, it's right, a right. relaxed This is how you really get to know like some of the best of the best. Yeah. yeah. And we're, and we're using it as an excuse to kind of get to hang out with people as yeah, well man. as like share the same thing we're, we're dealing with, you know, to everybody else, which is pretty... I think, you know, I originally was like starting podcasting because I was like, I have so many people come by and, you know, we have all these interesting conversations that I know could help people and a lot of advice that could, you know, people could take and whatever and, you know, cut learning time for people and whatever it was, whether it was music that we were talking about or whether it was, you know, touring or getting your business set up or whatever it was that I had these guests on my podcast and that just that's kind of why you know i was like why don't i just turn microphones on like they were doing this anyway and now yeah. it became why don't we just do it wednesday you know what i mean or why don't we just do it thursday instead of like you know just whatever but it's really no different and i didn't want to change anything i didn't want to try to be a radio show How i didn't want to this is 16 with this Damn, guys. 16 but, is, yeah. <clears throat> it might be 17 no this is 16 oh if it is 17 i said 16 at the beginning but there's mm-hmm. there's right. another what eight or nine uh, podcasts that he did with his we, buddy? Yeah, that we have sports. a sports podcast because there's it's funny because you always think like when you think sports, everybody thinks like drinking and like working out. Well, smoking weed and working out in sports all go together, and yeah, a lot do. of like high level athletes smoke weed. You know what I mean? From obviously we were we we were talking about this I think last last week. Um, all of the NBA, all, yeah, like the entire NBA smokes weed. The entire oh, I just NFL feel like smokes weed. weed. The entire NHL should the be smoking weed. Well, uh, did you guys, for their bodies, did you guys man, see that the uh, mass Recre- recreational consumer console is doing the sponsored five uh, k race? No, that's dope. Yeah, they're all stoners and they asked uh, is that, cannabis is that this coming month? I believe so. <clears throat> it's a five k. Yeah, well, last week we were talking about how. So wait, 5K uh, is how many miles? Bolt, Michael Phelps and Usain Bolt, the, the fastest man on land and the fastest man on water, both smoke weed. Yeah. And uh, why, wouldn't, why wouldn't weed companies sponsor a race? You know, what's wrong with that? I just feel like that's awesome that they're getting more into like, you'll see like fitness CBD companies in the future. You're going to see. Yeah, also that'll be weird, like, you know? this is good for, you well, know, is, right yeah. when you're done working <clears throat> out. Fucking and like Colorado's already got the yoga, bring your own weed stuff. Like, you know, like you're, you got something out here that's coming up, which is. I haven't heard of out here, which I'm going to tell my buddy who works with us on another section of this company um, about that because his sisters teach yoga. He's a big yoga head. Um, That's a whole he will other be market, there. Dude, He'll like. be there in a second if I tell him that it's a camp out weekend where it's 420 friendly and there's going to be yoga. Yeah, they'll be, be coming. There in a second. One of my, uh, We're going to try to bring the whole ladies, squad up. She, uh, she has taught yoga workshops all over the country at music festivals with, with huge crowds. She's going to be leading our yoga workshops. So awesome. I may even. I'll get involved with you. We'll be newbies together. Yeah, do you guys? I have Lululemons. I'm going to secretly start getting ready now. Like though. Downward That's dog, what I wear. Maybe. Like, I go see a chiropractor. I have a lot of chronic pain issues. That's why I've had say, my, my medical card for years. Oh, shoulder posture, dude. You gotta, and like, my buddy's always back. saying, yoga, yoga, you got to stretch. Kids got to stretch. And I'm always like, I know, I know. And then. You're I supposed to be like it. you're tucking your like shoulder blades into your pockets. Like this is what your shoulders are supposed to look like allegedly. Allegedly. So look at me. Like, I always look like this. Always. <laughs> yeah, me this. too. I'm I'm always pulled forward and like leaning Ooh, down. Looking at my phone like a I, people asshole. bust my balls. I posted a photo today on Facebook from years ago, me getting a massage. It's like something that everybody always gets on me for is I'm always getting massages. At events, yeah. at festivals, at sure. rallies. If there's a massage therapist, I'm going to grab a massage, dude. You kind of sometimes even to. my homegirls would just come up and like rub my back. Dude, I'm like, all right, cool. This What's is wrong with that? Who doesn't like a massage? Is this the plush bear? Yeah, I guess. Oh, so. let's light that up. 
A little so bit of weed, some muscle relaxation to, uh, saves my life. What did I do with my lighter? Do you this is mine? nice. Anybody? Yeah, it's not mine, but I'll Would use you it. say Grealis? Um, it's probably in the review. Oh, I don't know. This grower. Um, you have to go to talkingcv.com to find out. Right. It's it's pl- uh, what is it? Plushberry, right? Yep. Fuego. Um, it doesn't say. <clears throat> Digging it. TGA um, Genetics bred Plushberry. Definitely another one of my favorite breeders. So when we uh, while we smoke this, I got a little something we can do. Um, Sweet. We have a little segment called Weed Can Fix It. Cool. So basically, just I'll go first, and then John will go, and then you can go. Um, just kind of think of something that weed can fix, and just kind of talk about it. Um, I think that weed can fix the TSA versus people going on vacation. I feel like as you went to the airport and there was like a smoking section where you came in and they just kind of like, you know, how they missed you at concerts and stuff. They just kind of missed you with a little <clears> bit of just, woo, everybody get a little bit of indica, woo. And you just kind of go right through and everybody just takes a little whack off that. And then we go in and then TSA could do it too because they would relax and they wouldn't try to grab my grandfather's penis. And also we would relax. I'm just going to have like, to check inside your asshole. Dead, that's, I mean, that's. TSA. So once I again, it's South Park reference. We're basically a South Park podcast. Oh, yeah. We, yeah we, we're a South Park podcast. I'm just going to have to check inside your asshole real quick. <laughs> I like family guys. You, you don't, don't have your seatbelt on. I'm from Rhode Island, though. Yes. I, I don't blame you. South Park is. See, that's something we could fix. We could fix the South Park Family Guy debate because I'm high enough where I'm not going to argue with you. But if I wasn't, I'd be like, Family Guy sucks compared to South Park. Didn't you see them rip them apart? They did rip them apart. But Is that yours? Yeah, that is. Nice. I just jumped right into that. I'm sorry. Cool. Do you want to interrupt him with yours now? Just weed to can, keep weed can fix it, huh? <laughs> weed can fix it. Oh, it's a, I like that. I major like that. problem, minor problem, doesn't matter. Yeah, I, no, I any, think that weed can fix it between parents and their children. Um, at a certain age, I think parents should start allowing their kids to smoke cannabis if they would like to, as long as there's responsibility in the household. For me, Seven. 16. Okay. 16. 16's there. 16 is as early as it can go. Obviously, 18 is an adult age now, so that you can do what you want at that point. 16 is really when you start to want to make the decisions on your own. Some families are going through a lot. I don't know about you guys, but I had a crazy household growing up. And cannabis is yeah, life is it life. was a bridge between me and my mother and my stepfather, and it, it, it mended the family. And still to this day, is one of the reasons that we we all talk and that we coincide healthily. And uh, I, I think that we could fix. Family members' relationships with each other. I think not, you know, it's not funny, just it's funny you say children that. and, and <clears throat> their parents, but mother and sister. My mom and my aunt don't talk no more if they smoked a joint. <laughs> yeah. I think that they would. Right. Son and father. Uh, I didn't talk to my dad for 25 years and he passed away. If we Ouch. smoked a joint together, maybe it would have we could reconcile. So, yeah, weed could fix family and relationships. They always call weed the healer. Like, it's like a healing drug, right? And we always look towards, like, the medical aspects of it, of, like, it could kill cancer or things like that. We never really look at it in the way, like, it can actually mend relationships. It can we, – we've talked about this. But when I give a relationship advice, I say get stoned and argue. Because eventually that argument as much stops as being an argument. You yeah. just Yeah, you just get stoned, and then eventually – I'm also – I'm just – that go – I have no idea where that's going. It's like a weird like star type thing. That's but yeah, cool. That's smoke cool weed topic. when you have an argument, man. You know what I mean? Well, that's something that so, I, yeah. I've definitely struggled with in my life is, is relationships. And the fact that I do have such good people skills nowadays is surprising to me all the time. And it's all because of weed. Yeah. Yeah. I used to be very like high strong all yeah. the time. I still am. I started it smoking out of my and it helps me relax. Like I always know, like just give me a couple of minutes. Let me go smoke real quick and then I'll be back and everything will be fantastic. Just give me like five, ten minutes. Yeah, when I get really mad, it's pretty much the only thing that makes me kind of rationalize and yeah. look, look at and the I mean, mirror it's, and it's, be like... Some people would actually point at that and say it's a bad thing and say, yeah. okay, you should be feeling these feelings because it'll motivate you to do other things. But, you know, I, I don't think as well when I'm angry. I think a lot better when I'm thinking. You yeah. know what I, I mean? I, I so try like to I'll look calm at myself and then I'll, I'll make a fairly good plan once yeah. I relax. So I, I, I get it, man. Weed, weed is the you got to look at it as like a vehicle that's going to be able to carry you through to to that next point where you want to where you need to get through, whether it's with a friend or it's with a family member. It's a great mediator. Right. Agreed. That's an amazing segue to the next one, which is and you're now hold on before we get there. You've done some writing uh, with music as well. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about uh, just your relationship with music? Yeah, man. Um, I'm lucky. Cannabis opened the door for me in the music industry. 
I started writing for the Pure Magazine, the reggae focus magazine from Colorado back in like 2013. Doing album reviews, I got to go to concerts, write about it, bring my friends who are photographers and they take photos and we collaborate and it would get published. I got really involved in the reggae industry. A lot of my friends are some of the most well-known reggae acts in this country right now. Very fortunate for that. They also opened a lot of doors for me, doing a lot of different things. Um, and that's also how I ended up getting involved in throwing music festivals and more music-related events and not just cannabis sessions. And right. Whatnot. You meet people. You become friends. You got that network. I mean, why the fuck not? Music so has a special place in my heart. My I main goal like with writing in general, I always wanted to write for Rolling Stone. That's still my goal Which one is day. cool. Which to is really about cool. music and, and stuff like that. You yeah, know? music's awesome. And it also has a special place in my heart as well as John's. So this segment is called My Favorite Song This Week. Oh, man. My favorite so song. it's where we do our favorite song this I'm week. I'm going to start this one. You are going to start this one. <laughs> and I'm going to go with that Pusha T Drake diss. I haven't stopped playing it since last night Holy at 9 o'clock. Holy shit. God. Have you heard that? Finally, I feel like Very I'm aggressive. at home not liking Drake. I've always felt like the, you know, I didn't fit in because I never really liked Drake. And I never hated on anybody because I get it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. But, like, thank you for, like, Pusha T for allowing me six hours of people agreeing with me for once. You know what I mean? And it's not going to last because, you know, they'll well, forget. No. But Everybody will forget. Um, He's going to drop his albums coming out. Fuck, song. Why man. do you think they're beefing in the first place? Because they're, yeah. I mean, if you look at Trace the Money Trail, I mean, who yeah. really wins? Universal Baby. Music Group, you know, <laughs> yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Like, who really wins? That's true. but um, fuck, man, yeah. Well, why are they both on Universal? If you follow the paper trail, if yeah. You follow so, it back, what so good so music is. The crazy part or? to me, when obviously I've listened to tons of radio and press about this, but is that he Drake's got this album coming out on like the twenty something or whatever, and uh. You got to do a press run, and now they're going to be asking him about blackface, and they're going to be asking him about um, his kid, and they're going to be asking him about all the shit that he doesn't want to talk about, you know? So, like, to Yikes. me, it's a shitstorm for that guy, and I am enjoying it. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. Um, my turn? That sounds like such a hater move, but... It does, but it, it, no, it's a good hater move, because I'm not really... A, Drake's first album was dope. Since then, it's just like a couple bangers. So you never could it. really get behind it. Can't deny the guy's talented, but I can't really get behind it. First him. album was dope. Second album was a... I'm not but, really... Um, uh, song I, of the Week. Yeah, hit me. All right, cool. What is it? All right, so um, my Song of the Week, Chateau. Oh, God. This Black guy. Bear. I put this guy on a Black Bear. So, I yeah, stopped. I was just about to go there. So, yeah, so John put me on a Black Bear and Black, never heard him Black before. Black Bear is nasty. He, I, I was, Fire. He just ran through my brain. That's awesome. No, I, I won't do Chateau. You, you, can, do, you can do Black Bear. <laughs> you I'll do... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can do something he, really, he released a song on MGK that blew me away. Dude. Which oh, one? The, uh, one on uh, Cybersex? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, dude, that whole album. Something? What is it? Yeah. That whole album is crazy. Yeah, that record is fire. Um, um, easy, easy, easier, easy, easier, yeah, easier, easier. Or something like that. One of those, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that record's fire. But yeah, Chateau is my shit, dude. That whole album is insane. But yeah, mm -hmm. wow. Okay, so. Yeah, if you yeah, haven't heard two Black Bear heard... songs, I was <laughs> not expecting that. Okay. And then I th the other one that I've been playing nonstop right now is Danny Avila, and the Vamps. The song called "Too Good to Be True." I don't know why, but tell us about it. It's just a hook, dude. You know what I mean? And definitely that meaning then behind that saying, too good to be true is something Sometimes that, you just need a, an old fucking yeah, cliche man. is good enough for a million dollars. You know, dude, I don't right? know how big Sometimes the Sometimes those is, cliche songs you get me, but like that well, one have to check for this week. Maybe we'll put the links in the description if we're feeling crazy. We should. We're feeling generous. We should. We should throw links in all the songs so they can hear them. We need an intern. If there's any college slaves out there that want to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the market for college slaves. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think right that on. translates to unpaid interns. Yeah. Unpaid interns. Whatever they call them these days. Um, what's next? Um, what's next? Oh, old viral videos. This is our favorite part. This is when we get to talk about viral videos. Something awesome. Yeah, I wish I had prepped for this one. Um, do you got anything in mind? I got one. Like, I saw right, it on Barstool this weekend. They do it every Memorial Day, and it makes me laugh. Um, it was the, the, like, the four like Jersey dudes, and they're in the car, and the music's playing, and they're like... Going down there, buddy. Going up all day, all day, all night. And then the next dude's like, "Woo!" And they're all like dancing. He's like, "You gotta be dancing, gotta be drinking, gotta be shaking that ass." And <laughs> I've it's, never seen it. 
You've never seen it? No, maybe. Oh my goodness, maybe we'll I'm put sorry. the link in the description. We should put the link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be the podcast, just like. Oh man! One that um, got me recently was a little girl trying wasabi. Oh, that sounds funny. Yo, dude, I was tired laughing, man. How'd she like it? She 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 chomped on it, and then she just she goes, chomped on it. Like, was, not was, even a little wasabi. bit. Wasabi. <laughs> <laughs> kids are maniacs. Like she wanted to cry because she's like, so fucking hot. What do I do? But she it sounded like I'm sorry the way she said wasabi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was awesome, that's man. funny. Sometimes um, little kid videos is making they are. Me kids are I wish hilarious. I could go back sometimes and reset. I um yeah, it's funny. We only like that's funny because I walked by the TV and America's Funniest Home Videos was on the other day and I was like, wait, that's still a show like with YouTube. I'm so surprised yeah, that that's so still even a thing. Like, like, yeah, maybe, but I mean, they're all over YouTube. Like by the yeah. time they come out on America's Funniest Home Videos, you're like, yeah, that went viral like three years ago. What I really like ridiculousness, Steve. They be making me geek the fuck out watching that. Show so. Funny story about America's Funniest Home Video. So I was on my honeymoon, and of course, because I'm a wild guy, we were watching America's Funniest Home Videos. That's what we were doing on our honeymoon, because we were just stopping somewhere we drove. So we, we were stopping somewhere, just hanging out in Pennsylvania. And um, we saw, they were like, be careful where you go, get your breakfast. And they, you know, pan over, and it was like, you know, it's called The Outhouse, and they serve fresh fudge. And everybody was like, ha, 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 ha. So we all laughed. And then the next morning, we were like, ah, we're fucking hungry. Let's pull over and get some. We're in Amish country. Let's get some Amish breakfast. You know, it's all good stuff. Let's go enjoy some food. And um, we pulled up, and I was smoking. So I, I stopped for a minute, and I'm smoking. And I was like, look behind you. I look behind me. Outhouse, fresh fudge. We were literally, we just randomly stopped at the place we were watching the night before. I was like, oh, shit. That's funny. Um Speaking of old viral videos, you reminded me by, I don't know how this correlates at all, but you reminded me of The Onion. I'm a huge fan of The Onion. Um, They write some of the funniest shit. And for anyone who doesn't know, it's a satirical news site. But they had the original satirical news site. And they had, um, every year they'll share, well, every year I share it. I don't know if they share it anymore. I still do. <laughs> every but, year uh, I every share. Cinco de Mayo, which just passed not that long ago, they have, um, they have a, uh, a mock-up like news segment of a girl named Ashley. They call her Hurricane. Ashley. <laughs> Hurricane, Hurricane Ashley. Ashley's ready oh my to, goodness! Like, Amazing. Hurric- Hurricane Ashley ready to strike several bars this Cinco de Mayo. Oh no! And they have this fucking elaborate, you know, just. It looks like a real news, you know what I mean, segment. Like, it like, looks like she's going to say something give, racist. They give, yeah, they give, they, give, <laughs> they give tips of, like, you know, preparing for the storm. Like, um, you know, she's expected to link with high-pressure systems, uh, BFFs, you know, Jessica and blah, blah, blah. They're all gathering flavored vodka shots in their apartment, this oh, and that. And then... Uh, like they're showing like the tornado on the map going down, like striking different bars. And they're like, they're starting off with the place on Johnson street. Let's get the $5 pizzas. And then they're moving to blah, blah, blah. And you know, no one is safe. People are already boarding up. And it's like, you know, then it's like all the recent drama with Scott and this and that has made for a perfect storm. <laughs> you know recent I mean? drama with Scott. So they pop up with like tips for the storm and one is like, stay away if you're Scott. Like Don't she mention can- Scott. <laughs> yeah, she can't even take it right now. Like all this stuff. Like it was so She totally funny. can't even right now. And then they close with like, um, the whirlwind might not die down till 2 a.m. where she's expected to get kicked out of a reggae bar called the Lion's Den for saying something racist. Our thoughts <laughs> oh, are with man. everyone in her path. <laughs> And I was like, yo, that shit is fucking hilarious. And I just shared it like a month ago. But you somehow, that, that video reminded me of that. And well, was, it's an old viral video. I can't Bam. Bam. Speaking of can't even, Rhode Island girls can't even. Oh, man. Very often. What makes you say that? Because they're from Rhode Island and they just started laughing because they know. Yeah, it's, it's, definitely, <laughs> it's definitely true. In Rhode Island, the girls can't even. They definitely be right, that especially here. right now, <laughs> especially right now. I was, I was saying the other day how like Wicked is like the signature Rhode Islander mass thing, but if someone comes up to me and they describe their weed as Wicked good weed, I'm usually like, dude, this is probably some middies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably what some middies. If it, if they describe it to me as wicked good, I'm usually wicked skeptical. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I don't know oh, why. I'm, I'm gonna hand you some really good weed and be like, hey, really this good is, is good, man. It's cool, but wicked good. <laughs> really good is cool. Wicked good, not so not so cool. 
Well, that's that's one thing in our culture. I feel like gets played out wicked fucking quick. It's the terminology wicked of quick? everything. Exactly. How quick? Wicked quick. I told you. I'd I'm say I'm it. wicked skeptical of how quick now. <laughs> well, like terp, terps, is, everything gets played on like big time. So what's the next? Yeah. Trend, so then? why does everybody so, let, explain so, explain to us all why uh, everybody that now buys weed thinks they know about weed? What happened? Who told them they knew about weed? YouTube. YouTube. It's our fault, probably. We're telling them they know about weed. We're I guess, not telling them. I guess, them. like, also when you try to become an entrepreneur, you do consider yourself an expert. You know what I mean? But to be an expert, you really got to have those components. Yeah. The expertise, you I gotta think. A, you know, know what the fuck you're talking about, exactly. fellas. So, follow that up with uh, a couple more years of knowing what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> and then we'll maybe, you know. And then we'll talk. People are just so opinionated as well. Yeah, well, let me tell you what I think about that. <laughs> it's, 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 it's intense sometimes, though. You know what I mean? Then nowadays, there's a new thing called the troll, and opinionated trolls are like serious business out there. They are. Speaking of opinions, we have a list of questions we ask every single person that comes on our podcast. Word. And we're going to ask them to you. Cool. Right because now. But John's going to ask you because um, right, he's younger and has. Are you sure? <coughs> you want me to do it? Because <coughs> he has more eyes than I do. Sold, Got more eyes. Two or three more eyes. All right. Couple more eyes. He's got, he's got seven <laughs> eyes. <laughs> he's right. actually a monster. These are supposed to. You're supposed to answer these kind of rapid fire. They're okay. supposed to be quick. You know. Oh yeah. Do um, we have a timer? No, we don't. But we've had yes, a couple we do. people. Really we do have a timer. Watch this. Oh, All right. Let's see if you get this. It's done a new in mechanism in the program. If you get this done in three minutes, you win a rally it's towel. Be, How's it's gonna that? be rough. It's not. The questions are fairly straightforward. Cool. Sometimes uh, I'm not good off. off there's oh, only um, there's uh, there's only three of, of them up. that make you sound racist if you say oh, it wrong. Great. Three minutes. And um, last week it took 27 minutes. Let's no, try not no, to do that again. Oh <laughs> Once three minutes is over, just cut me off. We okay. Keep I don't going. know what's more I mean, we're, we're nicer than that. Right? We're good people. All right. Cool. So, go. I mean, you ready? All right. All right. One, two, three. Bong or bull? Bull. Papers or blunts? Papers. Flowers, edibles, dabs? Dabs. Blonde or brunette? Brunette. Fruit Loops or Cocoa Puffs? Cocoa Puffs, bro. Pop Tarts or Toaster Strudels? Toaster Strudels all day. Red or blue Doritos? Red Doritos. Winter or summer? Summer. Beach or mountain? Beach, bro. City or woods to live? Woods. City or woods to visit? Woods. Beer or liquor? Neither. Home or bar? Home. Indica Sativa? Indica. Yes or no? Hell yeah. <laughs> TV or book? TV. Snapchat, Instagram? Instagram. Sports or arts? Arts. Sweatpants, sweatshirt? Sweatshirt. Are movies yes. these days too long? No. Stay or go? I'm gone. Paint or color? Paint. Do you like animals? Yes. Sharks or lions? Lions. You training or walking? Walking. Do you like space? I love space. Sun or moon? Moon. Day or night? Night. Ocean or land? Ocean. Socks and sandals? Socks. No, so, uh, have you approved of that? Socks oh, oh no, no, hell no. That's some weird <laughs> shit. They, those types of people smoke middies. Shoebies. Dude, I would wear socks and sandals. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> we'll grant you 15 seconds. <laughs> cool. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Do you believe in science? Hell yeah. Do you believe in God? Yes. Do you believe in life after love? I do. Do you know the Muffin Man? I do. Jungle Book or Lion King? Oh, Lion King. Pizza or burgers? Pizza. Pasta or salad? Oh, no. Pasta for sure. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Breadsticks or rolls? Rolls. Chocolate milk or strawberry milk? Chocolate milk. Coffee or tea? Neither. Do you wear a scarf? Yes. iPhone or Android? Android. Sneakers or boots? Sneakers. Are you a weed snob? Yes. Um, Walmart or Amazon? Right, That's Walmart. A good question. I like things. I don't like the weight. Okay, I agree with that. All right, finish the sentence. I love dabs. I wish I could have more. Pussy. My favorite holiday is Christmas. I think of blank before bed. Pussy. I use my cell phone blank times a day. Forty times a day. If I was a wizard, I would. If I was a wizard, I would freeze time. My superhero power would be oh, flying. Six times eight. 
Oh man, thirty six. Wrong. The talking seaweed podcast is the best because ah, because you guys are chill as fuck, man. Wear it up. That's it. How do you do? Oh. You get like extra <laughs> seventeen seven. seconds. Oh, okay. I hate math dudes. You have seventeen okay. seconds to plug your company, math, man. Math dudes, damn, I cannot do multiplication. I no, I'm, dude, I get it wrong every time. We ask the same question every week, <laughs> and then we look at each other. We go, with, <laughs> I still don't know the answer. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm eighty percent sure it's forty-eight. <laughs> right, I don't. And yeah, we've literally been asking had this for guests, like, to be fair, so I haven't, you know, we haven't, you know. We don't ask each other. I've only known a dozen times. I've only been told a dozen times what six times eight is. Yeah, I mean, I only learned it when I was a child. Remember. Do you I expect will, me like, to remember that? I, I would have to write it down. <laughs> six times eight. <laughs> what do you write down six times eight? It's only two. Not, you're not going to cross. At, you, you know what I mean? You're I didn't even write just, equals 48 because I knew I'm I would better, be like. I'm better like visually like in front of my face. Fair enough. Like. Um, that was awesome. Was All right, well, he just won. He just won a towel. Okay. Oh yeah, you want a rally towel, pink or blue? Pink. Nice. Right on. Everybody keeps picking pink, dude. What's yeah, up with I'm, the I'm, wear, I'm wearing pink. pink right now. That, that is, is true. So look at that. Thank you. I didn't even wipe myself with it, even though I was sweating from the devs. Sweet. Thank you. Um. That was fun. Yeah, it was fun. All right, you want to? Um, There's a nug on the floor. I spy. Oh, There's actually two nuggets on the floor. Look oh. at that. That's when you know you're true weed smokers. If you don't got dabs in your clothes or nugs on, on your floor, you're not smoking. Dude, you're not I, funny quick story about having nugs on your clothes. Dude, I would always roll weed in cars, you know, like everybody else. And I would go in. <laughs> <laughs> and and always, what makes my story was, different is. is yeah. No, I was going into school at, like, college one time. And um, I was dating this girl at the time and she had met me at school right before class and she knew that I always had weed on me because I was always rolling weed and shit and uh, I literally walked in and I, I didn't know I just smoked I'm high as hell I'm like 18, 19 years old I got like you know little nuggets from smoking rolling a blunt all over my hoodie and like I walk into the room and she just looks at me and she goes you got weed all over you and just starts <laughs> rubbing it off and I'm like oh man and I was about to walk into class looking like a Damn true girl. fucking idiot <laughs> she's looking out for you she was she's a good girl but, um, good girls are hard to find. Yeah, they very right. much are. But when they you really find are. them, you have to actually be good to them. Yeah, that's the, was, that's the was problem young, with yeah, our generation is that women are out here treating good guys like shit, and guys are out here treating good girls like shit. And guys are also out here treating fucking shit girls good too. That's exactly. True. I, I was so you know, yeah. we all well, we win some, we lose some. Well, I've been girls on are out here treating spectrum. shit guys. I've, I've good. treated good girls like shit, and I've treated shit well, girls. The good. moral ethic shifted in our generation. I Very think much. We all so. just treat people how we want to be treated. We should be good. But right? I feel like it'll switch back. Like I feel like I our generation has been kind of looking at the the situation we were given, and we're like. Exactly. I don't, I don't really think that's smart because if you think about it, who's been making all these decisions to sexualize our generation? Who's been making all these decisions? It wasn't fucking us, man. Yeah. We weren't, you know, eight years old being like, you know, what we should do. I'm not a, a fucking radio a sex cartoon for us. You know I'm mean? not telling these kids what you know. I'm not. This, when I realized that that it was in bad shape, as I was at. You said acid's awesome earlier, so I mean. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm not. I don't, this is a 21 plus show. I'm not influencing this, children. This here. is true. This is a 21 so, plus show. Um, I was at. That same ex-girlfriend of mine when I was like 18, 19, I was at her little, si- she had a half-sister, and the girl was turning like 10 or 11, and we were at the birthday party, and they're listening to the radio, and they're all dancing, but it was like a Beyonce song, and it was just so ridiculous, and I was like, this not good, is anyone paying attention to this? Because I don't yeah, think any of the dads, good. you know, were giving them any pain, any mind to, you know, Well, you Rihanna, remember growing Beyonce, up how popular trends were, dude, like... They still are. The I was actually asked you that, but he shit. asked you something at the same time. Um, at, since everything's trending so much, mm-hmm. in like, what's next? What do you think is going to be the next wave? Do you think it's going to be these eight-second dabs? Do you think it's going to be? Um, yeah, what's dude, the next big I, trend in in cannabis? The next big trend in cannabis, is, I think, is going to go back to education. People really. So we're ahead of the curve because we have an educational show 100%. on our website already, which well, is up right now. There's still so much more work it. to Talking be done, man. You know what Don't I mean? In the last like four years, a lot of fun has been had. A lot of progress. We're big fun guys, too, though. Me, too. Yeah, we're huge on fun. Number one fun podcast, I think, in all of the cannabis. Number fun podcast. Yeah, we're the number fun. We also like puns. We're the number pun podcast. Number pun, number fun, and number one. You can't be smoking nugs without fun. That's not how it works. You can't have a podcast without puns. But I think the next big thing is definitely going to go back to education, man. 
because there's so much more work to be done right now more than ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah, honestly, that's why we're working with people like Judge, who you co-wrote stuff with and worked with at the school. That's why we're working with people like Joe Dalton at the Grassroots Institute. So we've got these educators and these people who know what they're talking about to fill our audience in on specific things that isn't my thing. Because I'm not that guy who's going to school you on weed, but I'll get high and have a good time with you all day and I'll, you know, cover every, everything else I do here at Talking Seaweed. But, I mean, we when it comes to education, I'm not your guy, but that's why we have a network of I'm people. I'm still learning, we, uh, always. We always learning. Are. Being around we one another, we, we can learn things and, and help each other compensate in different areas Absolutely. in our brains. You know? It's not all about money. Exactly. Well, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. It was an honor. It was fun. Let's man. take some more reverse dabs. Um, um, yeah. did we, did we, <laughs> we did both we, were like, ah, oh, <laughs> the show's over. Bob's like, damn. All man. right, bye bye. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Did we do right. the eight second countdown? Did he, did he do do another one? Show everybody what they're missing. He already did that. Do we count it eight seconds? No. No. He said he could do it in eight seconds. Do what? A dab. A dab. Let's just try it. So you need eight seconds from when? From when the... the from now. From now? I got the dab on the nail. Wait, hold on, wait, hold on. You tell me when I'm starting. All right. You can start it now. Torches Ready? Again. Three, two, one. Eight second go. dab. You dudes are all dabbing wrong. This is the way you should have been doing it. Fucking amateurs. If you're just watching this as a cutout segment, go back about 40 minutes on our podcast and watch him explain this whole process. He used to take a dab in about a minute or so, and now he's taking a dab in eight seconds. You guys used to take wait. It was roughly you guys- 20 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> roughly 20 seconds, but I will say this. It's better than it's still, a minute and a half, and two minutes. And it's still shorter than like a red light, probably. It's going so, yeah, to take you. Accumulative time to finish the dab, but to get the initial process started, eight seconds. Okay, that's that's accurate. I, I was to, watching I the clock the and I can co-sign everything you just said. It'd be hot, and then you have to wait 50 seconds for it to cool down. For it to cool and down, and then you have an additional 15 seconds of hitting the dab and then Q-tip time. So it's still a process, but Q-tip we just simplify this now. That's how I got sounds like kids. a new segment on our podcast. And if you dab more than 10, 15, 20 it times a day, it is a new segment on our podcast, definitely. This new method is going to be your best friend. How many times do you dab a day? Um, I probably dab like 15 times a day. I don't really smoke that much flour anymore. So all and it motivates me. Yeah. Yep. So, so when's your first dab? You wake up, do you dab before you yeah, shower? I dab, do you dab at before 6 a.m. before I shower. I'm... I usually give myself. So you wake minutes. up in the morning yeah. and you dab. I usually give myself twenty minutes to like let, get my lungs going and my stomach, and I'm, I'm taking at least one dab, and I'm really high, and I'll get going and clean and get the dog out. I love it. All right, guys, thank you. Episode thank you. sixteen is a wrap. If you're not taking fifteen dabs a day, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace, yo. New shirts, stuff like that. Go get it. Talkingseaweed.com. Sorry, yo. <laughs>